Welcome to Being Pennywise. I'm Alison Porter, founder of Pennywise Consultants. If you're preparing to uncouple through divorce or separation, this podcast is here to help you navigate the process and arrive at a fair outcome, ready to start the next stage of your life. I'll be in conversation with family lawyers and barristers, mediators, divorce coaches and other experts and we'll be sharing their advice and guidance to empower your choices, being wise about your pennies. Hello, it's good to be back with yet another expert to help you make wise and informed choices concerning divorce and separation. Generally, when we think about divorce, we imagine two unhappy people battling it out in the courts, arguing about money, possibly making ill-informed decisions and feeling cheated all around. Well, my guest today, John Hind, takes a very different approach to the whole process, one which focuses on mediation. And like me, he believes it takes a village to help people through the trauma of it all. And I've invited him onto the podcast today to tell us more. John's approach to divorce completely chimes with my own thinking on the matter. What John has done is to set up a mediation organization offering multidisciplinary services involving solicitors and financial and children experts working within a mediation framework. He founded Compass Resolution as well as the Family Mediation Team UK to that end. John Hind is an accredited mediator and divorce coach. He's spent over 35 years specializing in the field of conflict resolution as an army officer in the 1980s, family solicitor, collaboratively trained, mediator, family and commercial, NLP practitioner, divorce coach, and conflict resolution trainer. He is the founder of Compass Resolution Limited, Mediation and Coaching, and author of the online divorce manual for separating couples. John, it's great to have you here today. Welcome to Being Pennywise. Well, thank you very much for that introduction. Gosh, I've got a lot, quite sad, I've got a lot, a lot to live up to, but no, thank you very much for that. It's great to be here. Good. Well, firstly, I would be interested to know why you obviously feel so passionately that mediation is a better way to go about separating. Well, my own experience of divorce and relationships, I guess that was very crucial. And also, you know, over the years, what I've learned from many, many clients during my many years in a previous life, I have to say, as, as one of those battling lawyers you refer to, so my previous life for that, I learned a lot from my clients about that. Then subsequently, having spent, I guess, many years as that collaborative lawyer you mentioned, the mediator and coaching and so on, what I've learned from that essentially is two, two key things, I guess, is one is that I believe that most couples actually have the capacity, they really want to make their own decisions when they separate. You know, very, very few people want to go to court, of course. And actually, I think most are, are able to, but with the right support. And the other thing, of course, all this experience I'm just talking about has taught me that the, well, sadly, some of the damage that can be done unless separating couples are carefully and sensitively supported through this kind of separation process. And I suppose within that, you're probably thinking about the children, the impact it has on the children. Absolutely. And that's very much a conversation going on at the moment. It always has been, but it's very relevant at the moment. The, the impact that their parents separating can have on the children, obviously depending on their ages, their maturity, understanding and so on, but that, that can go very deep. And it's a huge responsibility, I think, for parents when they do separate. 
to, and it's a huge challenge as well, to move from a relationship, marriage or cohabitation that didn't work into and construct and put together something that does work for themselves and the children. And then that can be, you know, that, that's really important and so important for the children you mentioned, yeah, for their, their well-being, definitely. Well, that brings me to, to my next question. So when there is a lot of bad feeling, how, how does mediation cope with that? Firstly, let's talk about the mediation process. Yeah. The process of mediation itself kind of offers couples, the uh, best way to look at it is a clear, structured pathway, a framework. I'm helping couples move through a process and also real stru a structured framework to make decisions together and obviously reach outcomes and agreements. That's the first thing. Then secondly, the mediator themselves, me in this case, I then guide the couple through that process. Think here at every stage, what does this couple need to support them to get to that point where they can reach, resolve and solve problems for themselves? The third strand, of course, is the mediator. I, I provide expert facilitation, I guess. All the mediators that I know and have worked with and trained are experts in communication and supporting the couple to communicate and negotiate. Moving from often a, a state of, oh gosh, disconnect, disconnection, conflict to working in a more collaborative way. The mediator provides lots of information. You've already very kindly mentioned my divorce manual, but a lot of other great source of information. I wrote the manual over the last three or four years to provide couples with a source of information they can work from together. But as I say, you know, a mediator provides information at the right time, resources to support that decision making. And finally, of course, we're going to, which is what we're talking about here, it is the mediator can help the couple work in partnership with other experts like yourself, Alison, actually. That, that, that's an excellent answer to the question. Thank you. We just touched on the, the specialists that can be involved in, in the mediation support team. Could you tell our listeners who that support team is made up of and how you go about choosing team, I suppose, for your clients? Yeah, well, those are great questions. So, so the first, the answer to the first one is I kind of like to categorize the experts, as you'll see from the website, into kind of three main areas in no order of priority, of course, but they financial experts in the one country. Secondly, parents and children experts. And I'll deal with each one separately if you don't mind in just a couple of minutes. And the third area is communication and relationship experts. But, and, you know, I often find when I'm working with couples through the mediation process from the time they first engage me to the end point and beyond mediation, because there's a stage before mediation, of course, and else which I'll talk about, it's always a question of identifying with them. If, you know, whilst I'm assessing and analyzing, listening and talking to them, identifying who they might need at any particular point. So financial experts, very quickly, if there are properties to to, to look at in the finances. They need valuing, there's valuations of properties. There might be business or business interests, which might need valuing by an expert, by an accountant, forensic accountant might be. There may be tax issues, like tax experts. There may be earning capacity, you know, so where one person's coming back into work, there may be some expert needed to help them. Of course, there are maybe experts to help each or both, both of the couple to look at much more detail at their expenditure and budgets and so on. Because of course, so much rides on that, you know, how much will they need on a monthly basis? And finally, pensions. I mean, there are more, but those are, those are what's immediately come to mind, pension experts, pension reports, and so on. And that's the financial experts. And so then of course, there are, if there are children involved in the mediation, which often are, 
then parents often need support with building a better co-parenting relationship. Call it an alliance, call it a relationship, call it a co-parenting unit, whatever, a partnership, whatever you want. But most parents will say, we're struggling to communicate. Can you help us? And then many parents will say, can you help us build a plan to kind of fit the purpose at the moment, suitable for circumstances? And so, you know, they, that might, might require other experts working alongside mediation. So I might be helping the couple to, to arrive at a parenting plan, but they might be working with, I don't know, a co-parenting coach or psychologists or therapists. Their children might be seen separately. We could have a whole yeah, conversation about that. But then finally, the final area is communication relationship experts. Although I, I count myself as a, I suppose, a communication expert, but I have a very specific role. So I'm helping couples in mediation to solve problems, reach decisions, and so on. But they may require a bit more in-depth dive down into supporting them to communicate, to, to, to be more effective in mediation, perhaps, or to be more effective parents, to co-parenting. So there are co-parenting support programs. There are, there are other resources like AFCAS, a child advisory service, lots of other things. So there are other experts on, in our panel that help couples work with that. I have noticed, actually, John, that there is a trend starting in family law for family law lawyers to start using independent experts. And I think it's, it's great because they will admit that their area of expertise is the law, but it's probably not working out you know, how much people spend in a year or how that sum's going to be capitalized or anything else. So do you, do you find that the independent experts that you're using cooperate well to form a network of support? And, and how, do you, how do you sort of facilitate that? Yes. What I've learned from uh, over a number of years through a number of projects, you mentioned one just now at the beginning, thank you very kindly, you mentioned the Family Mediation Team UK. And that was a project I started about 10 years ago where I try to engage with and draw in and work with, you know, pods or, or groups of different experts around the country. What I learned from that and now employing it within the Compass Resolution Team, Mediation Team Network, is a number of things, really. The, the challenge is to move or help to work with other experts around the mediation process. It's a shift from working as individuals to working as a cooperative and fully integrated team. Now, how do you do that? I mean, there's, that's going on all around the world in corporations and everything else. But of course, where you know, I didn't employ all these experts that we're working on a very collaborative process. What works for me is that if we select, we, we decide, a group of experts decide, and you're one of them, of course, I know, uh, that we are going to work together around a particular purpose and philosophy, i.e. as a team helping separating couples to reach their own decisions, reach their own agreements. And then it requires, of course, working together around projects, i.e. working together for the couple. So we learn from each other by working together, training together. So I know we're doing that. We're workshops and uh, we're attending training together and learning from each other about each other so that we can support each other to support the couples to separate together. And of course, we're building trust and relationships and so on at the same time. That's how I find it works. And that's the only way it works. And that is the challenge. It's not being done, as far as I'm aware, brilliantly well around the country. But there are teams, there are alliances and so on that are working, county alliances and so on. But that's what I'm trying to do. And that's why I find it kind of works really well. Yeah. Well, I'm really enjoying being part of all this and, and I'm learning a lot in the process. I think what we do here 
from our clients a lot is that there's so little information out there on how to get divorced. So would you like to tell me a bit more about your divorce manual? That'd be my pleasure, Alison, of course, of course. So firstly, the divorce manual is aimed at separating couples who want to do as much of the work for themselves, like DIY and do it yourself. It provides an awful lot of information and takes the couples through the whole process from the do your own divorce to sorting out your own maintenance, if that's the case, reaching your own financial agreements, working out your parenting plans, and so on. So that's the kind of the central premise. The divorce manual is aimed at the couple who have decided to use a neutral, a person to help them in a neutral capacity, a mediator. Let's call it a mediator, but it's, you know, a, new, a professional is working with them both to guide them through the kind of whole pathway and the structure. So the manual is for the couple, as I said, for information, working with a mediator and other experts. So there are chapters on, on the coach, there are chapters on and references to and resources to about working with other ex- financial experts in the financial section, other experts in the parenting section, so on. It, it's online. Secondly, it's it's in written form. In addition, it's also in video form. So you can listen to it, watch it, read it. So hopefully it will appeal to different people who like to use different kind of, uh, whether some people like to read, some people like to listen, some people like to watch and so on. That's the aim. That's the idea of it. And hopefully it's cost effective. It's a very simple situation where a couple want to get divorced. They've got a financial uh, agreement to reach very straightforward and they've got parenting plan to sort out. They can do most of that themselves using that manual. And the cost is £89. So it's not, you know, they can do most of that themselves. If they need a mediator or other experts, of course, that's what we're talking about in this in this podcast. It provides the same sort of information to the couple. So if both the couple are working from it, it, it reduces, minimizes the risk that they're getting different information from different people. And also it's a one place, one stop shop. They can find it all there as opposed to having to search around. It's fantastic. And actually, we, we've put it on our website as well in the reading room on our website. So any listeners can also find it, find it there. We're very keen on providing resources for our clients and providing them with a lot of information because then they can make an informed decision on which route they take. And of course, there are many, many advantages to using a mediator rather than both going to lawyers. And and I'm, I imagine that the one most people will be thinking about is the cost. Is the you know, Obviously, it's going to be less expensive going to a mediator, isn't mm. it? It is. I mean, solicitors, I mean, having been a former lawyer solicitor for, for 25 years, I would say solicitors can play a very much a supportive role. If a couple have chosen mediation, they've chosen to decide to make their own decision. That's That's quite key. To reach their own agreements, solicitors can play a very important part at different stages in the mediation. So, you know, I know we're not here to discuss in any great depth, but you know, if you divide the mediation into various stages, very early on, could it be useful to give the clients confidence to get some, you know, to have a solicitor to, to talk to them about the law? Is it useful to for the solicitors to to work with a couple individually or together? By the way, then run out solicitors who work with a couple together. It could be useful to help them to draft their final order, financial order at the end, or indeed implement. So solicitors do have a role, but but here's, here's the thing. Here's what I would say is when you're in, in mediation with me, for example, we will talk about when, if and when, and how to, to use lawyers to support you to make your own decisions. So coming back to your point about costs, if we use the experts in a very effective, cost-effective, focused, targeted way, 
working with the mediator as a team, then that is the way to kind of minimize costs. Because, you know, there will be costs, of course, employing these experts and quite rightly too. But the key is to do it efficiently and effectively as a team, hence the, the idea of mediation team. And solicitors do play an important part in that. I couldn't agree more with, with what you've said. And so now I'm going to ask my final question. Can you share what trends you've noticed in the world of family law, other than what we've discussed, that the rest of us have yet to find out about? Yeah, that's, that's an interesting question. As a mediator, of course, specialising in the area of mediation, I am very naturally I guess when I'm looking at trends, selective in what I'm noticing based on my beliefs and things about what couples need. So I've noticed very much a trend in the legal world and society generally. The trend is very much about offering separating couples options which support them to make their own decisions with the purpose of keeping them out of court. Of course, the court represents outsourcing decisions. I think that the trend is about helping couples, separating couples, make decisions for themselves as opposed to going through a long court process or other processes actually to ask other people to, to make them. And so that leads me on to, the, to kind of the next point, which is with that in mind, there has been a huge growth of experts and processes offering this option of supporting people to make their own decisions. You know, mediators, we've got coaches, we've got one solicitor, two clients, kind of experts. In terms of processes, we have neutral evaluation. All those are about that one objective, which is about keeping the clients in the driving seat. So the trend is very much about keeping couples out of court. So the results of this at the moment can be very disruptive and confusing for those separating couples. And in some cases, producing a a rather unregulated dispute resolution market. There's lots of professionals out there who aren't regulated by any particular body and doing some pretty weird and wacky things. So I don't know how you couples overcome that, but apart from ensuring that they go to someone who is regulated, fully qualified, accredited, and, and so on. Great. Thank you very much. So to sum up some of the key points we've talked about, I mean, you're very much like we are promoting a team approach to getting divorced or separated. That can have many advantages in that you're getting expert advice across the board. And of course, mediation is really is beneficial to the children because it does help protect them from the impact of a combative divorce. Oh, hugely. The best people to be making decisions about the children are the parents. They, the reality is in many cases, the couples following a divorce separation and all the chaos and, and trauma following that can find it very difficult to, to work together. And so that's what the mediator specializes in, in helping the couples to work together. And everything goes into those two words, working together um, at a very deep level, you know, helping them. I think I mentioned earlier, moving from this kind of disconnection and conflict to connection and collaboration and co-parenting. And that is a process that's transformative. And, you know, if couples can be working together for their children, yes, for themselves, because you can be able to support each other's parents for their children, that, that is so important. Far too many couples going to court because they think that the judge or the court will provide them with the solution they want and the judge will, you know, will hear them and will validate what they're feeling about each other and so on, which of course is not the case in so many cases. So my hope really is, and it is happening more and more and more, that many more couples are choosing mediation and other processes like coaching and so on to help them to work together better for their children, reducing the impact on their kiddies. And of course, there is the legal aid scheme. 
many of my clients say, oh, legal, we're not, we're, there is no legal aid, but there is. There's legal aid for family mediation, just not for, for family law at the moment. So family mediation, for those who are eligible for legal aid, there is legal aid available. And by the way, Compass Resolution, my organization, we assess, our mediators can assess and couples for eligibility for legal aid. And if they qualify, by the way, if they're eligible, it is completely free. It's free for the person who's eligible. And also for the other person who may not be eligible, they will also get that free mediation session free at the first session free. So there's a lot of help and assistance out there for separating couples. Well, that's really interesting, John, because I had absolutely no idea that that help was out there. So I think that would be enormously helpful to our listeners. Thank you. Many people listening would be interested to know how they can contact you to find out more about mediation. So would you like to enlighten them? The first kind of port of call would be the website, because if you go to, well, I've got two websites, but the, the main website is w.compass, normal spelling, as in the kind of compass to guide you, hyphen resolution.com. That's compass hyphen resolution.com. You know, if you go to there, you'll, you'll find a contact form. You'll, you can leave your details and one of our, one of our mediators will contact you within the, within the same day. You know, we get back to people very quickly. We recognize it's often really important for their security and peace of mind to get back to them. And the other, of course, the website is, is the Divorce Manual, which is divorcemanual.com. So by all means, have a, have a read around that. The first three chapters are free. Great. Well, thank you so much for your time. It's really exciting to hear about how supportive networks for people going through a traumatic time exist to smooth what is an inevitably a troubled path for them. I'd just like to say goodbye and thank you again. Well, Alison, it's been an absolute pleasure, and thank you so much for this uh, this opportunity. Really, it's it's been it's been lovely to talk to you, and thank you very much for the questions. Thank you, John. And before I go, let me ask listeners to make sure you don't miss any new episodes of Being Pennywise by simply clicking the follow button on whichever podcast app you use. If you could find the time to write a nice review, I'd be delighted. Pennywise Consultants works with lawyers, barristers, financial advisors mediators and divorce coaches to provide an all-encompassing cost-effective service for all our clients and there's a lot more about us on our website pennywiseconsultants.co.uk